Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. award-winning crunch time. That's not... We're not shying away from our part in this. Our part in this is that we've been inconsistent. We're inconsistent at the moment. Um, And, um, you know, I'd be telling fibs if I didn't say that. You know, we're inconsistent. Inconsistent in the third quarter has cost us a chance to win a game tonight. Credit to St Kilda. That's why they're sitting 5-1 and and we're 1-5. and Um, but we've got some, you know, some challenges, and we, we, we'll hit them head on. We, ha- we, ne- we need to. We're not going to run. We've got round seven next week. Can't have a week off. Definitely can't. They've got Adelaide at Adelaide Oval next week. Uh, let's, let's stick our teeth into the Giants. Uh, on paper, you think they should be better than they are, or are we overrating their list? I think they should be better than what they are, without question. And when you look at their names, in their squad and in their 22 at the moment, they should be performing better. And I said to you, Jules, on Thursday, I think for me, when if you're not really sure where you're at as a team, um, reflect on your performance against either Melbourne or Brisbane at the moment because they're, they're the benchmark. And I know Melbourne, and I said to you, Jules, on Thursday, there's a, there's a tier all alone, which is Melbourne. There's another tier just below that, which I think is Brisbane. And then the tier below that is a block of about six or seven teams. So... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Giants played Melbourne and lost by 67 points. So I think they're 11 goals off where they need to be to be a premiership contender. So when you look at, so then you've got to decide what are we going to do then to improve? I, I actually think they have got the right players. When you look at Taranto, Ward, Kelly, Caniglio, Whitfield, um, Himmelberg's a really good forward. Um, and I think there's got some, there is some talent coming through. Guys like, like Perryman, Isaac Cumming, uh, Lockie Ash, Bobby Hills, a good a good young player. Um, Hopper's out injured at the moment, and Riccardi, I think, has got some potential. I think he's a really good um, forward. So I think, and of course, Toby Green came back last night, and I said to you, Jules, he's for me. I know I know that Phil Davis is their captain, but I think Toby Green is their leader. Well, Toby is a co-captain now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he so he's their he's their leader for me. He's he's the one, and yes, he came back in last night, and he had an, it, it, a, a certain influence on the game, but. It just feels like something's not there at the moment. I, I, I can't put my finger on it because you look at the numbers and you you turn the list upside down, but I'm not sure what it is. It just I can't put a finger on it down. I think what we spoke to Mason Wood about before resonates with me when I look at the Giants. And we spoke about their offense and this being the Saints. And Mason said, yeah, but where does it start? Which is a really good point about, you know, our team defense complements our offense. And we know that the rebound, the turnover game is so significant. So you look through some of the raw numbers before we dig a little bit deeper. They've only scored over 75 points twice this year. But they've given up over 75 points five times. So they're not scoring enough. And I think if we would ask Mason Wood off the back of that last conversation, where's it not working? Well, he'd be saying it's their team defense. 
defense and contest. Now, the contest was really good last night, and so it should have been with their ability in the ruck to win the contested football. So they win that tick. But their team defense, and a conversation has been said for a long time, it's not sturdy, it's not stable behind the football, and it's not consistent. And when you don't get that consistency defensively, your offense is the consequence off the back of it. You're not moving the ball well enough. And you reel off a couple of those names, Sando. I still think they've got some of the most talented plays in the game. Now, talent's a really dangerous word because football takes more than just raw talent. But ball in hand, they could arguably have three, four, five of the best kicks out of the top 20. Like They are that good. I look at Lockie Whitfield, Kelly, a handful of others that you know are really good players. But their game style doesn't accommodate for those guys to be fast. We look at the Saints once again from an offensive perspective. They're getting these really good looks forward to the football, even numbers, one-on-one, two-on-twos. The Giants aren't getting that because their game style on turnover or even when it's held up is a little bit more slow, controlled, which should actually contradict that by meaning they are more stable behind the football. You're able to set up your defense, but they're getting neither at the moment. They're not getting the aggressive rebound style of game and getting really good looks forward to the football, but they're also not able to stop it. The Saints had 28 turnovers in their front half for 14 scores. One in every two times the Giants turn the ball over in their defensive half, it gets scored against. That's dangerous, mm. and that's extremely dangerous, and that is why I think they are inconsistent as a whole. Hodgie, what, what's your thoughts on, on what's going wrong with the Giants? And off the back of Dell's point there, are, are they not being coached to the strength of their actual players that they've got right now? Oh, you look you look through their side, and there's no doubt their strength is in around the contest that we've spoken about before about the Cornelio, Whitfield, uh, Ward, Kelly, blokes that are highly skillful, hard workers, um, what I used to look at when I was playing against GWS was, especially as a defender, I used to sit back and go, geez, who, who do you go on? You've got Green as a small, you've got Cameron, you've got Finn Lacey, you've got Himmelberg, uh, was it Riccardi who, who jumped onto the scene. So everywhere you looked, there was dangerous forwards who were either too tall for you or with Green, just a freak. I look at their forward line now and go, Riccardi's out. Cameron's not there. Yeah. They let Finn Lason go to Port Adelaide. There's just no fear. And then you add to that the fact that they were playing with a sixth up high behind the stoppage, which gives St Kilda not only their wing sitting at the back of the stoppage, but they've got the half-back sitting there as well. The, the forward line is just, just not dangerous. So no, no, there's no surprise that they, they beat Melbourne with contested ball last week by, by four, I think, and they, they beat them by clearances and eight, and they did the same last night by a lot more. But it's that off-ball transition, but going into a forward line that are sometimes outnumbered and, and the players up forward just clearly aren't, aren't good enough to play outnumbered. You, yes, you brought Green back in last night, but it's his first game for the year. No, I don't think anyone expected him to do anything amazing uh, apart from compete and just get a game under his belt. So that's the fear i got for them. If I had that forward line, I'd be playing six in front. I'd be telling the midfield that are on that are on pig money that are experienced campaigners that you battle it out 1v1 you don't need any spares so at least that way if we do win the stoppage which we've been doing we're going into a 6v6 and we might be able to get a stoppage or get a free kick or, or just get an honest battle without the ball slingshot, slingshotting out of our forward line up the other end so Davis Hopper Brent Daniels is the pressure forward yep. Hogan and Dan Lloyd were out last night Toby Green comes in and I was not expecting a Toby Green nah. performance and Hearing Leon Cameron post-game, he was saying it's probably two to three weeks away from when he actually probably gets back to some sort of football fitness, which is rightly so. So you look at the Giants as a whole, and the other thing that Leon Cameron said a lot in his post is we're down on confidence. That worries me a bit. And the reason that I say that is confidence is this big fluffy word that we all talk about when we're not playing the sort of football that we should. But the talent that is there, 
and the system, whether we like it or not, Sando, like that, that is who they are. But they have a system that we know has actually given them some results in the past. They play finals last year. They win a final. So their system is okay. Now, I think it can be tweaked and can be emphasised a bit more in certain ways. But we can't. you can't just say, oh, we're down on confidence because you've got to give the actions and you've got to give the effort. And I think what we're seeing, the inconsistency is that effort and consistency around that is not there. That will give you confidence if you get that right. But that's the first piece. We always talk about the bounce back for Juro Veg, providing erosion control environment revegetation. Lockie Whitfield, so I'll throw this open to all three of you. He looks, he's that line breaker. He looks listless at the moment, Lockie Whitfield. He, he's just, he doesn't look half the player he was. I struggle to say this because I love Lockie Whitfield. He's almost my favourite player in the competition. Um, he's not playing anywhere near his potential and it's really difficult to assess him because I'd sort of say he's like the Brad Hill that his work rate is enormous and his output isn't there given the amount of work that he's doing. But he, you're spot on, Jules, that he's not having the impact that we know he's capable of by foot in regards to actually getting the footy on his hands or just creating those options to release a little bit of pressure. Where did he play, Dow? What position did he play when he was playing his best footy? So when, when the Giants are playing off in a, in a grand final a few years ago and he was... He went to half back, didn't he, out of necessity. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was the winger. And then I think he went to All-Australian off the top of my head, halfback yep. flanker. Yeah, I think, I think that's the best spot for him at the moment. It feels like they need that rebounding, hard-running... Um, set-up quarterback type player at the moment, the Giants. But um, you're right, Jules, he does – I mean, he's he's one that you'd have to say we do need a lift from 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 Whitfield. I mean, 20-odd possessions a week, not really hitting the scoreboard. Mm. Um, we know him at his best. He's been up and down the ground, accumulating across half-back and really setting him up with some of those um, offensive drives that Dow's been talking about. Is he the sort of player, and join in here, Hodgie, that is also reflective of this group and the ball's a little bit slower – when they're not being ultra-aggressive off the half-back line, that run that we know that he's still doing, like his GPS numbers would be off the charts. There's no doubt about that. But you actually don't get the reward because the ball never gets there and the flow's gone and the overlap handball's gone. And as you look at it, you go, there's no mojo here. And we look at Lockie Whitfield's raw numbers go, oh, that's not what he's capable of. But you could say that about five to six of them. I think if they get that flow going again, and once again, very easy to say, but all of a sudden all their numbers look better and they all look like they used to. Couldn't agree more. But I think last last night in that game, what, what GWS needed was off the half-back line was, you said before, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of a handball received. Just if you're, on, if you're held up on the back flank, just take off over the other side just to create something, get some movement because that last quarter, it looked like they were out in their feet until they there was a few more injuries from St Kilda and they, they started to get a bit of momentum from the stoppages. But when they had the ball on the half-back line, they didn't want to take the game on. And that is Whitfield's strength with his skills. But the speed that they move the ball, it makes a team like St Kilda, we've spoken about them so organised and so selfless offensively. Defensively, they were able to do whatever they wanted. They were able to set up the zone, sit back, and which means that when GWS have the ball across the half-back line, they, just, they don't have to think. All they could do is just either kick it long down the line or turn the ball over. And that's why... I think you said it earlier that what got the game going with St Kilda in the third quarter, I think they kicked out of the three goals, out of the four goals, four, they kicked ball three from turnover. And that was just them getting set up behind the ball and GWS being boring and just trying to kick through it and getting it turned over and, and then slingshot from St Kilda. Sando, how hard is it to, like if they identify this and you assume that they are, they're going to analyse this within an inch of its life, and probably the first, you know, six weeks because it hasn't gone to plan. How difficult is it just to get the group to take the game on a bit more, be more proactive and be aggressive? Is that a difficult message to give a playing group as a coach? 
what you do as a coach in these situations is 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 belief, and it looks like at the moment that belief's just not quite there. And we're seeing the opposite with St Kilda is it feels like they're enjoying their footy, it's flowing, they're scoring on the back of great defence. Um, good form is only a quarter away, and that would be my message to Giants at the moment because the contest and the energy and the excitement around contest looks okay. Um, but it's it's like outside the contest at the moment, they've lost their DNA. It feels like what we've loved about the Giants and what we've been trying to stop them doing for the last seven or eight years is that outside run, that excitement, that creativity that Hodgie's talking about. So it's only a quarter away. So the next time they play, we're just going to win the first quarter. That's our goal. Forget about the scoreboard and winning the game. We're going to win the first quarter. And that's going to be on the back of great energy, great excitement around the contest, um, that run um, and create creativity from half back. Then we come in at quarter time and we start again. We reset. We have another crack at winning the second quarter. So you, you get back to the, the fundamentals, the basics, um, the elements of the game that make it enjoyable again because footy is hard. And it's unfortunately when you lose your confidence, you never know how you lost it. And it's so hard to get back. And then when you've got it, you look back and you say, how did this all start like the St. Kilda? Like all of a sudden we're, we're, we're the number one scoring team in the AFL. Like how did that happen? So, so talk me through this last piece then. So the second quarter was a quarter where it all went to plan. The contest was great. They were getting on the scoreboard. So then what would you say to the group at half time, knowing that the third quarter ultimately lost them the game? Well, ulti- Sorry, Senator, 20 seconds. Ultimately, yeah. it's foot on throat. Yeah, okay. Go again. That's it, Jules. That, that's, <laughs> he only needed five seconds. seconds to it's ultimately that, Jules. That's so foot on throat mentality. After the break, we're going to talk about umpire December. We're just going to round off the Giants conversation. I want you three to explain what the hell goes through Harry Himmelberg mm. and Toby Green's mind when Matthew Flynn takes a mark 20 out. He's playing well. Game on the line. They call for a handball. That's next on Crunch Time. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.